Hey folks, it's Alex Blencarn. I'm back at the kitchen table. I wanted to come at you today to talk about mortgages. So before we get into that, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer. I am not a mortgage professional. I'm a real estate agent. So this is not to be interpreted as mortgage or financial advice. I'm basically going to share with you guys what I know about the mortgage side of things. And if you have any questions or if you would like advice, I would recommend that you speak with a mortgage professional. So let's hop into it. So the first rate hike from the Bank of Canada was back in March 2nd. They went up 0.5% or 50 basis points and it impacted the, the housing market right away. Uh, you look at the difference between March and, and April and you can see the price is already starting to decline. In fact, when we look at the residential real estate market for the city of Peterborough, we've seen $154,000 decline since March. Those are June numbers. Now, if we look ahead and we kind of check the MLS and look at the stats, uh, we could estimate another $30,000 of a decline by the end of the month. So it's gone down, you know, an estimated $184,000 since March. And we certainly needed it, but I mean, there, there's been a direct correlation between the interest rate increases and the average price in the housing market. Now, correlation does not necessarily mean causation, but today I kind of wanted to just dive into the Bank of Canada and how it affects the, the lending side of things for people getting a mortgage on a house. So let's start off by talking about the the bank of canada and what they do so my understanding is that they lend money to the big five banks in canada now the big five banks are toronto dominion or td you've got bmo you've got scotia bank you've got rbc and you've got cibc so the bank of canada will lend money to these banks at a certain interest rate now when they lend that money at a certain interest rate the bank obviously has to try and make some money. So what they'll do is then they'll lend the money that they just got lent. So Bank of Canada to the banks, then banks to you to purchase a home and get a loan called a mortgage. So when the Bank of Canada increases the interest rate that they're lending money, the banks then increase the interest rate that they're going to lend money to you to buy a house. So let's start off by talking about mortgages. Uh, so typically, when you're purchasing a property, you'll need a minimum of 5% down. For your down payment, you'll need a minimum of 5% to purchase that property. The bank is not going to lend you the full amount to purchase that home. So when you get 5% down though, you have to pay mortgage insurance. The bank considers you risky and they need that mortgage to be insured by CMHC. And that is for anything less than 20%. So if you're doing a 19% down payment, you will need insurance. If you're doing a 15% down payment, you'll need insurance, 10% insurance, and, and all the way down until 5%. 5% is the minimum. So let's kind of dive into that a bit and talk about how the monthly payment would be a little bit different if you were to get mortgage insurance. So mortgage insurance can come to, you know, a couple hundred bucks extra a month. Uh, so for example, let's say you purchased a home for $500,000 and you put $50,000 down. So that's a 10% down payment. 
So when the interest rate is at 5.25%, uh, let's say you use TD, it was at 5.25%, you've got a 25-year amortization and a five-year fixed rate term. Your monthly payment would be roughly $2,764 a month. That's with mortgage insurance. Now, if you weren't to have mortgage insurance and you put down 20%, which would be $100,000, at the same interest rate, the same everything, the same mortgage, your monthly payment would be roughly $2,383 a month. So it adds about $400 a month extra for that mortgage insurance. Now it'll vary depending on, you know, how much you're putting down or the interest rate. And there's calculators online that you can use to determine that. That's how I got these numbers. So now let's talk about mortgages directly. So I spoke a little bit about amortization and term. A term is the number of years or sometimes months that you will be paying the loan back at a certain set of criteria. Typically think of, you know, your interest rate. So if you've got a five year term, you'll be paying the loan back at an interest rate for five years and then you'll reassess at the end of five years. An amortization, however, is the length of time that you're paying back the full loan. So amortization, let's say you bought a $500,000 house, they will spread that $500,000 out over bi-weekly payments or monthly payments for 25 years if you're doing a 25-year amortization. Now that monthly payment will consist of both interest and principal. Interest is just as it sounds and principal is actually paying down that $500,000 that you paid for the house. So now let's talk about fixed versus variable rate terms. So now we're getting into those terms. The the amortization affects, you know, your monthly payment a little bit. Typically a longer a longer amortization will lower your monthly payment. So when you're getting a term on a mortgage, you can either choose fixed or variable. So fixed is just as it sounds. You will pay the interest on the loan. You'll pay it back at a fixed rate for the duration of your term. So typically, you know, you, you hear a five-year fixed rate mortgage. You will pay the interest on your loan back for five years at a fixed interest rate. Now, a variable is a little bit different. It's, it's also exactly as it sounds. It fluctuates. So a variable rate will move depending on the prime rate of the bank or the lender. And that prime rate is directly influenced by the Bank of Canada. So there are two payment structures for a variable rate mortgage. The first is an adjustable variable rate. This is where your monthly payment fluctuates depending on what the interest rate is at the Bank of Canada. So when that interest rate goes up, your monthly payment goes up. And that's what you heard a lot in the news, people with variable rates, because it was so low to borrow, they locked in at a five-year variable rate. And now that those interest rates have started going up, they're really, really feeling the pain. I mean, you could have got a variable rate at two and a half percent. And now sometimes they're around, you know, four and a half, five. So you're feeling that interest rate increase directly on your monthly payment. That's what's called an adjustable variable rate. So it is cheaper. However, you run into the risk of if the Bank of Canada increases rates, your monthly payment increases. Now, 
also if they lower rates, your monthly payment lowers. So it's a bit of a, a line that you have to walk. Now, in terms of the other variable rate payment structure, you've got a capped variable rate mortgage. This is where your payment stays fixed for a determined period of time or up to a certain threshold of rate increases. So when the Bank of Canada increases your the interest rate, your payment stays the same. So let's say you have a $2,000 a month payment on your capped variable rate mortgage. You will pay $2,000 every single month Except when that interest rate increases from the Bank of Canada, you'll just pay more towards your interest and less towards your principal. Again, when that interest rate goes down, you'll pay less toward interest, more towards your principal. However, there is an issue when the interest rates go up so much that you're not paying enough on your principal. And I'm not sure what that exact value is, but there's a point in time where the bank will come and they'll knock on your door, you know, for... for for an example, basically, they'll, they'll knock on your door and they'll say, hey, uh, Alex, your, your, your monthly payment is going to have to increase because these interest rates have gone up. You're not paying enough towards your principal. It's now going to cost you $2,700 a month. You know, that's just a quick example, but that's what can happen if you do choose these capped variable rate mortgages. Now, again, I would absolutely consult a mortgage professional as to what product is best for you and get them to explain it to you a little bit more clearly. Now, now that we've got down fixed and variable rates, there are another two options for your mortgage and that is open and closed mortgages. An open mortgage allows for prepayment of your principal during your term, a closed mortgage does not. So what does that mean? Well, let's say you inherited, you know, $200,000 uh, because someone in your family passed away and, and they left you that as, a, as your inheritance. You can take that $200,000 and say, okay, I want to put that towards my house, towards my mortgage and, and pay down my mortgage. So let's say you had a $500,000 mortgage and you had $500,000 on your principal. You can take that $200,000, put it towards your principal Principles knocked down to $300,000. That is something you can do with an open mortgage. You can't do it with a closed mortgage, but you can do it with an open mortgage. Now again, I would absolutely consult a mortgage professional to talk about what is right for you and to get advice and what they think you should do given your current financial situation. Okay, so now let's dive into uh, some of the rates that are currently offered. So I wrote these rates down um, on, on July 27th. So all of these rates uh, were assuming a 25-year or less amortization. And again, like I said, as your amortization increases, your monthly payment goes down. Um, so that will directly affect your, your interest rate. So let's dive into a fixed five-year closed mortgage. So a fixed rate, it's five years for your term and it's closed. There's no prepayment. This is honestly one of the most popular products for mortgages. So at TD, BMO and CIBC, they're currently lending at 5.34% interest. Uh, RBC is a little bit higher at 5.54% and Scotiabank tends to be the highest out of all of these, uh, all of the products, it's lending at 5.99%. Okay, so what if you wanted an open fixed rate mortgage? Well, if you wanted an open fixed rate mortgage, 
they only offer uh, a one-year open rate at these five banks. Uh, RBC actually doesn't offer uh, an open rate, um, but they do offer a one-year fixed rate mortgage that is open, so it does allow for prepayment. At TD, it's at 6.25%. At BMO, it's at 7.25%. RBC doesn't offer one. Uh, Scotia is at 8.25%, so 8%. That is 2% higher than TD. And CIBC is at 6.35%. <clears throat> All right, so now let's dive into the, the variable rate. So for a five-year closed variable rate, so you've got your variable rate, it's a five-year term and it's closed. So if you wanted to have a closed mortgage, it would be 4.35% at TD. If you wanted an open mortgage at TD, it's about 1.5% higher. So if you wanted a five-year variable open, it would be 5.85%. And I'll post this chart. I'll show it here in the video and also post it below so you guys can take a look at it. BMO, you'd be sitting at 4.35% for your five-year closed variable. Uh, for a three-year open, you'd be at 6.4%. Five-year closed variable for RBC, you're at 4.45%. They don't offer offer a, an, an open mortgage. Um, and then for Scotia, you're at 4.9% for a five-year closed variable and 4.35% for CIBC for that five-year closed variable. Now, in terms of five-year open for Scotia and CIBC, they're both at 8%, so pretty high compared to the 5.85% that you can get at TD. So those are mortgage rates that are offered right now. Uh, now, if you're going to get a pre-approval to purchase a home, what's important to know about a pre-approval, I've talked about this before, but I just wanted to remind everybody. When you get a pre-approval, they will lock you in at a rate for a certain period of time. Typically, it's 60, 90, or 120 days. So you will be locked in at what's called a rate hold for 60, 90, or 120 days is, is fairly typical at that rate. Now, that means that if you had a 90-day rate hold, you would have to move into your property that you're buying 90 days after that rate hold was given. So within 90 days, you have 90 days to purchase and close on a property to lock in that rate for your mortgage. Now, as these interest rates are going up, that is especially important. If you received a, a pre-approval, you know, back in, in April, it's going to look a lot different than a pre-approval that you received now. Uh, we've gone up, I think, around one and a half or two percent since then. So that pre-approval amount is going to be directly affected. So let's talk about, you know, moving forward. Let's talk about the future. So the Bank of Canada is scheduled to meet three more times in 2022. And a BMO economist named Doug Porter recently predicted they he thinks that there will be three more rate increases. So at each of those meetings, they will increase the rates. He believes that it will be a total of 100 basis points or 1% by the end of 2022. So they'll spread that 1% over, out over those three meetings. 
And the next scheduled meeting is on September 7th, 2022. So we get a bit of a, a month off in August, uh, and then they're back at it again September 7th. Um, the market right now is predicting a 0.75% or 0.5% increase for that meeting. Uh, Doug Porter believes, you know, we'll get to, to 1%. So depending on what they do in September, we'll see how correct that prediction is. Uh, but I would absolutely keep an eye on those rates to see how and when they react to that increase. Typically, we'll see them react to the increase before it's announced. So you'll you'll see the market kind of pricing it in before it's announced. But I would absolutely recommend watching those rates. And if you're thinking about purchasing in the next 90, 60, 120 days, I would try and get a pre-approval done now or as soon as possible, at least before September 7th, before those rates go up so that you can lock in that interest rate. Alrighty guys, that is all for me. I hope you guys enjoyed that video. And uh, again, if you have any questions, I would absolutely uh, consult a mortgage professional about financial advice and what's right for you guys. But I hope that helped. I hope you guys learned something. And until next time, I'm Alex Blencarn. Take care.